Welcome to So Here's the Thing, where we share candid conversations that lift the veil on what it takes to find success, even if that means sharing a few unpopular opinions. I'm your host, Leili Amati. Grab some coffee or a cocktail, and let's get real. Hey friends, welcome back to the show. Today we have a really good friend of mine on. I'm so excited to get her perspective on this topic that I know is so needed by so many of you out there. We are gonna be talking with the one and only Lindsay Davenport of Lindsay Davenport Photography. And she is gonna be telling us all about how she balances full-time entrepreneurial business ownership plus raising two little kids at the same time. I'm so excited. Lindsay is from small town New Mexico. She's a wedding photographer and educator who is now based in Dallas, Texas with me, which is why I'm so lucky to know her. We get to grab coffee all the time. Yes. (laughs) Yes. She is mama to two kids, Luke and Aubrey, who are three years old and 10 months old, respectively. And she is a wife to her sweet husband, Jordan, who is an ICU nurse, as well as a woodworker. She also hosts online photography and editing education for those wanting to grow their skills as photographers or learn new skills as mamas who are just wanting to take better pictures of their kids on top of being a wedding photographer and a mom. So she's got a lot to offer here. So Lindsay, I'm going to pass it over to you. You can tell us a little bit about your journey, kind of taking in, going from full-time wedding photographer to adding in kids to the mix from one to two and all the good things in between. Sure. Sure. That is so much. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to get to talk about this topic that I love. I mean, I love my babies and I love my job like so, so much. And so um, it's kind of a tricky thing to balance, but I'm excited to get to share more with y'all. With photography, I accidentally fell into photography. I had always loved it. And when I was in college to be a speech pathologist, I started taking pictures and loved it and decided, Ooh, I'm really passionate about this. I really want to make this happen. And so pursued that, became a photographer. We moved to Dallas and I was working in the schools as a speech pathologist while doing photography photography and um, hustling to try to go full-time. And when I went full-time as a photographer, I soon after found out I was pregnant with my first, um, with Luke. And so there were so many changes all at once. I wasn't really totally prepared to know how to, how to be a photographer photographer and how to be a mom. I was just kind of entering into how to be a full-time photographer. So I had Luke in December of 2016 and I was halfway into being full-time as a photographer and kind of getting systems in place and loving that and serving my couples and just growing as a wedding photographer here in Dallas. And um, as soon as I as soon as Luke was born, I just, I mean, my heart grew 10 times. I had no idea what it what that would feel like. I mean, you know, everyone tells you what it will, what it'll be like whenever you uh, meet your kids for the first time. And I just fell in love with being a mom in that moment. I wasn't necessarily, I wasn't really sure um, how, how that would be or how it would feel. It just all kind of came pretty quickly and a lot of life changes all at once. And so, you know, it, it was, it was all pretty easy at first. I just kind of fell into kind of a euphoric season right after I had Luke. I just loved being home with him in that air quote maternity leave, you know, that we can make for um, all such perfect timing. And so perfect timing in the sense that he was born in December and I had just, you know, hadn't moved to Dallas too long before. So my winter wedding season was lighter. I didn't have to, you know, give back 
weddings because of maternity leave. I didn't have any weddings booked in January and February. And so I just had time to be home and um, cuddle Luke and kind of get systems in place and dive into my business and let him sleep on my lap and sleep next to me and kind of figure that out. And so he, he got older and you you quickly realize that there are little seasons that last a, a few months at a time and you kind of like get everything in place and get settled and you're like, oh, sweet nap time. I can get stuff done and then this and that and then, oh, wait, um, they're teething and then, oh, wait, their nap time shift and then, oh, wait, it's just like you cannot really get your feet under you. And so I, I don't know why I just didn't really expect to have a babysitter or to like do childcare or anything when I had Luke. Like I just wasn't really expecting I wasn't planning ahead, just really didn't know what to expect. And so he gets to be around seven, eight, nine months old. And he, knowing who Luke is now, it is so obvious, like who he was as a baby, like, is like, that is Luke, like just in the sense of like energy, limitless energy, like FOMO doesn't want to go down for naps. Like just, he was a lot trickier of a baby to get down for naps. And so when I really, really desperately needed to edit that time just wasn't like available to me all the time. And so that got tricky. It got really frustrating. And um, my husband and I were just talking about, okay, how do we balance this? Like, I love, love, love being home with Luke and getting to um, be with him and snuggle with him. But I love, love, love serving my couples. And I feel like I, like, there's a special place in my heart for photography. And I feel like there's like a gift that I have to be able to serve couples in that way. But then there's like another special place in my heart where I love being a mom and kind of always been that person that kind of falls in the middle <laughs> of two different two things. And so I've, yeah, since then uh, been navigating, kind of figuring out how to do both. So that was when we had one kid, you know, when I had Luke, we kind of figured out, okay, so enter, enter babysitters and enter and um, kind of more, more of a plan. Basically, you could say with Luke, I didn't necessarily have a plan and quickly learned that that was something I needed. And and kind of fast forwarding today, I have Aubrey and she's 10 months. And in the meantime, we've had some help, whether that be, um, you know, over communicating with Jordan and us switching off and, and having help or having babysitters that come or um, going to Mother's Day out. We kind of shifting all around and figuring out what to do there to kind of find more of a balance, but there's so much more to kind of unpack in that. So that's kind of like a big overview of what the past few years have been like. And so I love that. I think that it's really interesting to hear your story because I think it goes in such alignment. So for all of our listeners, I don't have kids. Um, I have a niece and a nephew who are like the light of my life. I'm obsessed with them. My whole family is obsessed with them because they're like the only kids in our family. But we, you know, watching my sister go through navigating, she was working when she had the first one and then she decided to stay home and then seeing um, like that unfolds for her and what that looks like for her versus wanting to go back to work and all the things. What I've noticed, tr like a trend that I've noticed with working moms and especially with the moms that I coach who are, who are either photographers or entrepreneurs or artists or whatever they are, and they're running a business, but they also have kids, is I feel like the most commonly asked questions are things like, well, I just don't have enough hours in the day. Like, how do I navigate this? And I'm always telling them, you know, my best advice, but as a, you know, it's hard when you don't have kids mm -hmm. because my advice might sound great on paper, but so I guess I would just ask you the same thing um, in terms of running an actual business, having time, not so much like finding childcare for your shoots or for your meetings, but for all the things in between, how important is it to kind of like 
tackle that with a plan? And like, what advice would you give to a new mom or an expecting mom in terms of like getting things as much into place as they can in order to be able to focus on their business? Sure. That's such a good question. Such a good question, especially because like I said, before I had Luke, I did not have a plan. And, um, so, you know, being pregnant with Aubrey, I was very much so like, oh my gosh, we have to have a plan because everything's going to hit hard in a sweet way, but just helping everyone out, it's better to have a plan. And so, you know, I tried to get stuff done when Luke napped. And like I said, it worked sometimes, didn't always work. And I just didn't feel like it was very fair to always be frustrated whenever he wouldn't go down. I didn't, he, I mean, he didn't deserve for me to be frustrated at him and that wasn't the answer. And so that's when we really talked about, you know, hiring help for the babysitter. And I, I just want to like also preface this with like, I'm totally aware that like everybody, and this is why I feel like, like I'm so passionate about this topic, but it's also why I'm so like kind of quiet about it and hesitant to talk about it because everybody is in a different situation. Like literally when you stop to think about it, there are so many different moving parts for everybody. Like there might be the mom that like has to work. They need some income. There's the mom who has family to, to help her so they can have family help or their child's personality is different. I mean, literally seeing the difference from my son to my daughter, my daughter would nap anytime you want her to. She's so chill to play with toys. Like mom, just let me play. You do you. Like I mean, different personalities and kids, different in personalities of mothers. Like my threshold is different from another mom's and even like differences in like passions and like your air quote calling or like what you feel like your like assignment is as a mom, you know, like if you were just like, oh my gosh, I want to be home all day with my kids and I don't want to work a lick. Like, I feel like there's just, you know, there's two ends of the spectrum and you fall fall somewhere on there. And it's just kind of like, as you become a mom, like navigating and figuring out what, where you fall on that. And also knowing that like your season is going to change. Like I'm just coming personally, I'm personally just coming out of a season where Aubrey was younger and I just wanted to be home and get done the work that needed to get done, which was shooting my weddings. Like I wasn't necessarily dreaming about more or the education part of my business. I was, you know, being mom and I'm kind of coming out of that and being able to see more. And so with that being said, like I'm, I'm such a fan of, of babysitters. Like I am a huge fan of setting that boundary between being mom and being photographer for, in my case, um, I saw it done with Luke and I have like felt that like success and like air quote, like balance. Like I think he was like nine months. We, he went to mother's day out for a day and we had a babysitter come to the house and like finding that rhythm of like, wow, feels really like the first few weeks it felt really weird. I like felt this guilt leaving the house, which was just totally on me. And I don't think everyone feels that way, but, um, it was just such a beautiful thing to be able to step away from that role of the wishy-washy muddy mom photographer at home and get to go and edit away from my house, go to a coffee shop and go get things done. Then when I came home, I knew that all of my things were done. Things were checked off of my list and I could just be hundred percent mom when I was at home and it was better for me. It was better for Luke. My husband even said, I feel like you're such a, well, how did he say it? It was a sweet way. Just that I'm a better mom whenever <laughs> I'm like, well, how, how is this going to sound? I'm a better mom whenever I'm, whenever I can leave and go do the things that like, I feel like I've been created and designed to do. And like, I just, i I get filled with life when I get to go do those things. And I feel like it's kind of a purpose of mine. So then when I can come home and do that other like purpose of mine of loving my babies, which is so important to me, we just quickly learn like, okay, it is so worth setting that boundary and paying money. Like it's kind of hard to pay money to have someone watch your kids to go, to go do work. Like it's hard. And even adding a second kid, I'm like, Oh, that's, 
it's hard, but like we know the, the value of it and the benefit of it. And yeah. And so it's kind of a long winded, long answer to your question, but I'm such a fan of having those boundaries and knowing what you can do financially with the babysitter being creative with having family help or swapping with friends. If you're both photographers and you know, one person watching the kids one day and swapping, I mean, whatever you can do, putting um, effort forth into finding, figuring it out so you can kind of have that that separation between mom and photographer. And it has been like, it was beautiful finding that with Luke. And it took a long time. I would say I'm still kind of trying to find it since, since entering second child. Um, I knew what it felt like to find that and um, like success of like that balance. And so I'm still, I'm almost there with Aubrey. It's a little bit trickier with two, but it can be done and it can be really, really sweet whenever it's found. So it's worth it. I love that. I think that it's really important just no matter what, like where you are in life. I always talk about how human beings, we crave schedules. And I think it's interesting because I hear a lot of moms say that Mm -hmm. about their kids, like, oh, kids, you know, well, I mean, like you said, every parent is very different, but I have, (laughs) I have some friends who are like, oh, you know, they're on their own schedule. They do whatever they want. And then I have other friends who are like to the minute Mm -hmm. their kid is on like the strictest schedule ever because Mm -hmm. they, they have read that like everybody does better and thrives on a schedule. And ironically for adults, I teach that same thing whenever I teach time management, which is, you know, there's a reason as much as we don't really want the nine to five, there's a reason that that kind of structure is in place is because people need to know like Mm -hmm. when they're going to have time to do what they want to do. And so I think that it's, it's interesting to hear your perspective as a, as a parent and kind of like creating that creating that time where you're like, I know that these days, even when you just kind of like touched on your schedule of like Luke is on at mother's day out on this day. And then on this day, there's a sitter, you know, or if some people are lucky enough to have family nearby, but I also love what you said about just being creative and coming up with like childcare options and just being able to kind of manage it in that way, I think is really great as well. Hey, my fellow creative friend, I know that being a business owner comes with a ton of admin work, but it does not have to feel overwhelming. Today's show is brought to you by HoneyBook, the CRM for creatives that I personally use in my own business. HoneyBook has made my client management, accounting, and contracting so much easier. Plus, the back end is gorgeous and very user-friendly. You can try HoneyBook for free today, plus get 50% off your first year by heading to our show notes and using the referral link there. Trust me when I say from personal experience, HoneyBook is life-changing. So what would you say, I guess, like, how would you tell somebody who was not sure how to get started? Like, let's say somebody is kind of isolated in the fact that they don't have like family nearby or they don't have, they don't even have in mind, like what kind of schedule they should have. A lot of entrepreneurs struggle creating their own schedule to begin with, let alone adding in other humans. So like, where's a good starting point for those people? Sure. Sure. That's such a good question. I feel like, you know, one of my good friends told me this and it it was really helpful when I was pregnant, but she said, you have nine months to to adjust to the idea of having a baby. And then like, I realized I was like, Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're that's good. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> that, that's helpful. And then when Luke was born, I realized like, yeah, like he grows slowly, but you know, quickly when they're a baby, but like, there's so much time to gradually like figure things out. So like rest in knowing that, that like, you don't have to figure it all out and know like day one. And like, yes, it is so helpful to like be aware that you need to have a plan in place and be working at it, but also like 
when your baby's born and like you see how you're doing postpartum and like you see what how your baby is sleeping and what needs there are like you can kind of like go from there and like um adjust and like tweak as you go so like that is also good to hold on to and know i mean i would say like what do you need to get done? Like know what you need to get done and then have an idea of how long that takes. And then look at your, look at your week ahead, maybe on Sundays or your weekend, look ahead and see when that can fit in and maybe coordinate with your husband. Like, Hey, like I need to get this done. Um, when you get home from work or when you're at this time or whatever, I need to get this done. Can you be home then or now? And you know, in the early days, like there's a good chance your baby will be sleeping during some of those times. Now, don't hear me say that you can count on naps to get work done. Um, depending on how your baby is and you know, whatever, you don't want to like put the pressure on your baby, but like you probably can get some work done somewhere in there, but having those set chunks of time that, you know, you can absolutely get work, work done is really helpful. Um, so maybe it means just like over communicating with your husband or a friend, you know, whatever that might look like. I, I fell into, I was so lucky with my babysitters that came along. They literally just fell onto my lap. Literally don't think this is sketchy at all. I mean, it probably sounds sketchy, but it was like such an answered fear. So I was literally, so, you know, my background is a speech pathologist and I just, I feel like, well, so we're, we live close to uh, university of Texas at Dallas and there um, is a speech program there. And I was telling my husband, I was like, it would just be so perfect if like there was a grad student there who could just like come watch Luke because I know that they'll want to play with Luke because they're speech pathologists and they'll just talk to him and play with him. And then I could get work done. And oh my gosh, it'd just be so perfect. And he was just like listening. I was like, uh-huh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then literally the sweetest little thing messaged me on Instagram and she had a photography question. And I like, you know, creepy as I am, like clicked on her bio or clicked on her Instagram right her bio and it said she was a UTD speech student and I was like oh my gosh do you babysit and so that's kind of how it all like literally that's how it fell in place but the less creepy side is she was best friends with one of my brides and that bride was really sweet and I you know we went through an interviewing process it was very legit and good but anyway she um babysat Luke and it was the sweetest thing ever and it was so helpful it was so helpful to to have that just fall into our lap and kind of bite off small pieces as, at a time and see how many hours felt good there were some weeks that she came I don't know five hours some weeks she came 10 whatever but it was just flexible within her grad school schedule and then since then she has referred me to another babysitter and then she graduated and then another one, they're all the UTD speech girls. They're all sweet. And it has just been a sweet thing. So, um, if babysitters can fall into place, family, your husband, and then also like, I don't love this idea because I feel like we're so tired as it is, but like sometimes like if I, if it isn't in the cards financially, like maybe you have to sacrifice a couple hours and wake up before your baby, or maybe you have to sacrifice a couple hours with your husband at night. Don't hear this as being like, what I'm suggesting. Cause I'm so big on like having boundaries and like being with family, but like if you absolutely have to get stuff done and you don't have the financial needs, like maybe it does mean that like a night or two or a morning or two a week, it means waking up early or staying up late and getting your stuff done. I mean that, that can be a sacrifice that you take. And I'm just now getting into that, like accepting of that, but yeah, there are a lot of different ways that you can figure out how to fit that in there, but finding what works for you is really, is really helpful. takes a while to get there, but really helpful. I think that's really helpful just to hear. And also one thing that I, just hearing you say like, it's okay to have to make those little sacrifices along the way. Like you said, I feel like each time period is really, when you say seasons, I hear like it's a temporary thing. It's something that's going to change eventually. And so just knowing that it's okay to have to like hustle a little bit harder sometimes. It's okay to have to like 
actually make small sacrifices like waking up earlier, like giving up a few hours of, you know, the evening time or whatever it is to make it work in that temporary time period, I think is a really important message for people to hear because I so often we hear, I I really hesitate to use the word shaming, but I do feel like we hear all the time, like don't hustle, you know, rest over hustle. And that's become like this huge trend following the trend of hustle hard, keep your head down and work really hard because people overdo things one way or the other. And so I think just knowing that it's okay to have a balance, like it's okay to put your head down, work extra hard, give up like the fun times. It's also okay to take a step back and rest when you need it. The key I think is to not overdo either one and make sure that you're still healthy at the end of the day. Right. For sure. For sure. And it's so interesting that you say that because it's true. Like And I mean, it it could also be a personal thing for you, but it's true. Like when I was getting into my business, like I felt like I was, you know, in the hustle phase for sure. Like hustle, hustle, didn't have good boundaries at all. Was up really late, didn't have kids. Like I kind of like could do that, I guess. Um, It didn't like bother my husband and me. It just worked. And then like I have Luke and I was like, whoa, whoa, don't want this for my family. Like trend the other way, like more rest, like find schedule, which is good in a sense. But I think I, I kind of rested in that these past couple years. And now that I've had Aubrey, I'm, I'm finding that, okay, like I can't all just be comfort and like ease and self care. Like there, there, there needs to be some like sacrifice and like ebb and flow. And like, with that being said, like there are some weeks that I'm like, okay, I, I have the energy. Aubrey has been sleeping well. That's another thing. Luke was a good sleeper at night. He may not have been a good napper, but I could always count on him sleeping through the night. Now, Aubrey girl, she'll nap anytime during the day, but at night she's like, I just want to see you a couple times <laughs> until, until like nine months. And I'm like, okay, girl, like it's time to sleep tonight. So like just kind of being aware, like, okay, like how am I doing? Like, I know I need this sleep. I'm not going to wake up. I'm not going to suck. So like kind of being aware of like your needs and knowing when you can fit that time in to get some stuff done if you need to get it done. And like I said, when like the first like six to seven months, right after I had Aubrey, I just got done what needed to get done. And, and kind of that was it. And so knowing what you can, what you can do is, is a good thing. Another thing that has been helpful since having Aubrey, I felt like, like organizing things with one kid and one business was like a little, I mean, it was tricky, but it was like easier than having two for sure. And so one thing that's helped me like navigate this, like desire to be mom, stay at home mom, like in a sense. And then this desire to be photographer, like I definitely like love and have like both desires is like when I set my week up with, um, childcare is like, there are like typically on Monday and Friday, like I don't have any childcare. It's just me with both Luke and Aubrey. And then there's more help during the middle of the week. And so one thing that's like helped me and it sounds ridiculous, but like, I literally kind of don't do it or like, I don't do it well when it's not set in my calendar or I'm not aware of it, but knowing that Mondays and Fridays are my days where like, okay, we're going to wake up and we're going to go jump street or we're going to wake up and we're going to have a play date or we're going to wake up and we're going to like do something fun and something that, you know, I wouldn't be able to do if I was working at a nine to five job or like away from home or, you know, or just working. Um, and so I've like really tried to make it to where those days are fun. And I, I just am like zeroed in on them. And, you know, if Luke, Luke doesn't really nap anymore, if he has quiet time or rest time, then I get to get some emails done or some like stuff done to catch up. Same with my Fridays. And then that way, like the days in the middle of the week, like, of course I'm like, mom, when I get home, but like, those are days that I more try to get my work done. They're known as like my work days. It's like in my mind and like on my calendar knowing like, 
okay, like I, there is time for me in my calendar to be this mom that like, I want to be like, to get like a hundred percent, like mom and Luke time and mom and Aubrey time in, like it's there, like it's in my calendar. So in the middle of the week when I'm working, I shouldn't feel bad about having a little bit more of like the blurred lines, like from when I'm home and like away working and whatnot. Like I get that time with my babies being mom. And then I get that time to work in the middle of the week. So like, instead of it kind of all blurring together and not knowing like, when do I get to go out and take them to North Park Mall? And like, I mean, just like stuff that I get to see. I mean, Instagram is the worst for me. I have to really check myself with it because I can look at Instagram and see friends of mine who are stay at home moms. And I'm like, oh, I wish that I was doing what they were doing. And I'm, I'm not taking Luke to XYZ. I mean, I'm, I'm my worst enemy in this. And then I look at Instagram on the other hand and I see friends just like killing it in their businesses. And I'm like, why am I not doing that? And, and I'm just like, okay, Lynn's like, you gotta chill. Like you gotta chill. You gotta know what you want. You gotta just like, look at, look in front of you, look at your babies, look at your business, like know what your threshold is, know what your desires are and like get those done. So that has like really helped narrow me in to, I am, I'm mommy on these days and I get to work on these days and all is well. And yeah, I don't know if that's like helpful, but it was just like the easiest concept to realize like, Oh, I can like plan to have fun with my babies on these days. I love that. I think that's such an important message, especially because I think people get wrapped up really quickly and like, Oh, I have to make the schedule work and I have to do this. And like, it just becomes, you kind of lose the fun. So scheduling in fun, I think is really like a great tip for, for all the moms out there. Okay. So I have to ask, which this is gonna be hard. Cause you know, you're a mom. Um, what, what's your unpopular opinion? Mm-hmm. What is your unpopular opinion about balancing mom life and entrepreneurial business life? Okay. So this is like, I w- okay, well, I was going to say, I would say hiring a babysitter might be my unpopular opinion, but I've kind of already unpacked that a little bit. So I might go a little bit further to like really unpopular opinion. And that would be, is that you're not enough. You're not enough. And um, I kind of cringe saying that because so many people are, they're going to be like deflated because, you know, all the shirts and all the mugs say you are enough. And like, I mean, I totally was like, you know, totally on board with that until it like, I was just, you know, I think I'm so passionate about this topic because I have like in my, my sense and my feelings, like air quote failed in ways of like, just not, not giving myself grace really. And, um, and so I was listening to a podcast by Nancy Ray and she kind of like debunked that myth and said like, you're not enough. Like you're not enough. Like we weren't created to be everything. We like weren't created to be perfect. We weren't created to like carry the world on our shoulders. And I remember there was one day when I heard this podcast and she said like, you're not enough. Like you're not meant to be enough. And I like so needed to hear that because on that day, like I knew I had all these emails. I had all these things to edit. I mean, I had so much on my shoulders from like the work aspect. And then on the other side, like Luke, Luke is like the most fun kid. Like he's so fun, but he like takes all the energy out of me. Like he is so fun, but I'm like, man, like how, where did you come up with this? And how do I even parent you? And how do I like, how do I parent you? What's the right way to do this? And so I was just like, caring so much of like trying to like help him like trying to be the best perfect mom to Luke like in his situation of like toddler emotions and like all the things while carrying my business and when Nancy Ray like said like you're not enough I was just like wait like okay yeah like I'm I'm not like I'm not and like it just kind of like freed me of like 
all the pressure I was putting on myself, you know, I'm an shout out to the Enneagrams, like I'm an Enneagram too, but I like really heavily uh, weigh to the three and the one. And in this sense, like, I think the one of like, I just try to be perfect too much. And like, I try to be the perfect mom to Luke and I try to be the perfect entrepreneur and like doing both of those things at the same time. Like you just can't weigh up to that hundred percent of the time. And so that was really freeing to me and it helped me to just like love Luke and his little toddler emotions and give grace to myself when I like do it well and don't do it well and give grace to myself running my business and knowing I'm, I love my people who are in front of me and I'm going to serve them as well as I can when I can. And so, yeah, I know it sounds really good. No, you can push forward and be enough, but like you're not enough and there's a lot of grace within that too. I love that. I think that's so true. And I think that there is absolutely nothing wrong with recognizing that you need, you need others and you need help and you need all the things because we can't be everything all the time. It just doesn't make sense. So, um, I also love that you're like, this is going to make people second guess all of those t-shirts and the mugs that are like, you are enough. I mean, obviously, yes, it's nice to be encouraging, but it's also nice to be realistic. So I appreciate that so much. Thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing this with us. Obviously, like I mentioned, I have no, like I have no experience in this realm. So it's really interesting to hear your perspective and hopefully help some of our listeners out there who are struggling or who are preparing for this like big shift in their own lives too. I really appreciate your time. Of course. Of course. I love talking about the two things that just like make my heart beat faster. They're just the best things. Oh, I love that. Okay. Well, you guys can check Lindsay out. We'll link all of her amazing resources in the show notes. Give her a follow. She's amazing. For show notes and resources mentioned on today's episode, head to so here's the thing podcast.com. And if you're enjoying the podcast, I'd love to read your review in iTunes. Thanks so much for listening and I'll catch you in the next episode.